This is Hannah Rose and welcome to the Inspire Within podcast. Hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Inspire Within. My name is Hannah Rose and I am your show host. I am so excited to introduce you to today's guest, Rachel Apfel Glass. Rachel is the founder and CEO of Gloss Lab. Gloss Lab started in 2019 and is an innovative nail care brand and experience that empowers you to run your world. Gloss Lab is a membership-based nail salon known for its non-water, clean, and efficient manicures and pedicures. I am so thrilled that we have Rachel here today to share her journey as an entrepreneur and how she started the business. Thank you for being here, Rachel. How are you? Hi, Hannah. So nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I appreciate that you're here and taking the time. So what I typically like to do with my guests first coming on the show is talk to them about their background and upbringing. I think it really shapes who you are today just as a professional. So if you want to give a high level on your family life and where you grew up, that would be great. Yeah, for sure. So I live in New York City. I am a mom. I have two young daughters. So my husband and I and my family live in the city. I grew up outside of Boston and have two siblings, parents, um, definitely grew up in a house that sort of pushed me to achieve and follow my dreams and really do something that I was passionate about. So very fortunate to grow up with that background. Yeah, that's incredible. And did you have like a mom or dad or somebody like close to you that was a real mentor and somebody that you looked up to from the entrepreneurship space at an early age? So ironically, both of my parents um, have been at their careers for 30 plus years. I think it's a different generation where there was as much movement, um, not not entrepreneurial, but sort of found entrepreneurial um, pieces within their own careers. Um, I think what they did push really is just working hard and working hard for what you're passionate about and something you love. So I was very fortunate to grow up around that. Yeah, that's amazing. That's great to hear. So you went to college. Where did you go to school and what did you study while you were there too? I went to undergrad at Cornell and I was liberal arts. I majored in psychology. I majored in it really by accident. I just loved it. I never wanted to be a psychologist, but I just loved how it how it helped me to understand people. And I just, I really just kind of found it by accident because I found it so interesting and continued to take more and more psychology courses that it turned out to be my major. I sort of think that everyone should have a degree in psychology because it's just so relevant to all parts of life. Yeah. I, out of college, I worked for two years and then I went to business school at Columbia and nice. I did not have any business experience whatsoever before business school. So that was very eye-opening for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. I also got a degree in psychology. And although it's not what I do on a day-to-day by any means, it definitely is really helpful in just like understanding people and how to navigate certain conversations. And it's really nice to just have that background too. So I think that that still takes you far in the business world, even if you, you know, aren't pursuing psychology on a day-to-day as well. And how did you know you wanted to go to get your master's after undergrad? Were you just navigating different routes and figured uh, that might be something you wanted to take on? 
I always knew that I wanted to do something on my own. I've always been very entrepreneurial from when I was a kid. And I knew that I wanted to do something in business and I didn't do that for undergrad. So really wanted to go to business school, um, but I didn't go to business school really with a plan, like to go to business school. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do after. I fell into finance because it was really fast paced. Um, I was able to sort of have an entrepreneurial career within finance because I was doing fundraising. Um, ultimately, really knew I wanted to leave to start my own something. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So you you knew from like, early stages in your finance career that this is like, this is kind of like a means to something else almost was, is that correct? I wouldn't say that I knew the whole time. I knew that I knew that finance wasn't my end goal. Um, but I, I, I think it's much easier to say that now sort of looking back on what I did and everything sort of falls into place. But at the time um, I knew that I was happy doing that, but I knew that ultimately I, you know, wanted to do something else. Yeah, for sure. And you always said you were entrepreneurial, but the idea of Gloss Lab, I know it started like pre-COVID and everything. How did that idea emerge? Did you come up with it just out of the blue one day or were you talking about it? Was it always in your head? How did that come about? I think it, it's always been in my head to an extent. I, I laugh with some of my some of my college friends. They say this is something like you've been talking about since college because <laughs> experience of getting our nails done was always so frustrating. It was, yeah, let's find, you know, there were just not great options and there was nothing that was efficient and nothing that was a real brand in this space. So that was always a pain point for me. I always thought of a manicure, like an errand as really just, you go to the gym and you get your nails done really not as this um, self-indulgent luxury, but really as something that it's just taking care of yourself and, looking and feeling polished and put together and ultimately left really with this left finance with this idea, but it was something that I had, I had thought about for a long time and then actually decided to take the jump and start really working on it. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, so what was that first step for you when you decided to take that jump and that leap into starting Gloss Lab? Um, a lot of a lot of micro steps, I would say. So, the beginning is really hard. It's still hard, even now. Um, that we're somewhere in the middle, but the beginning, I what I would challenge myself to do is just do three things a day that we're pushing Gloss Lab forward. Sometimes more, but really, what are three things that I can do? If it's and the very beginning, they were little. It was. Let's find someone in the industry and talk to them. Let's find another entrepreneur and talk to them. Like, how do I raise money? How do I start the first box? How do I do each piece of it? Um, but I just really committed myself to doing small things in the beginning to get it off the ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. And who within the industry? I know like there is definitely a gap in the market for this space. There's not a lot of times where we see membership based nail salons. It's probably the only one in the market that I, I mean, I'm sure you know, but it definitely is the only one in the market is Gloss Lab. So who do you look up to or who were some people that you went to orig originally when you first started Gloss Lab? I, I, 
I really use my own network of anyone that had started a company, invested in a company. Um, I don't think it was nails in particular, but it's definitely one-to-one service-based businesses, um, as well as other businesses. It's really because it's building a brand and building a community, which is not particular to any company or any industry, um, and really learning how to do that. So I feel fortunate that I had a lot of people both through business school, through my hedge fund network that were able to kind of point me to, to other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. And did you take on early employees or was it just a one woman show from the start? It was a one woman show. And then I started bringing on employees. Yeah. I, I would say definitely my mistake at the beginning was thinking I could do it all and no one could do it all. So I definitely not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing too, is that when people start something, they think I can do everything or it's easier for me to do everything than delegate it to somebody else. But I mean, obviously you learned that lesson and you you have a huge team now, I'm sure a team of people now that work for you. Um, But in the beginning, it's definitely hard to start something and feel like you can do everything as well. So 100%. Yeah. Awesome. Well, in regards to like the first first uh live like brick and mortar that you opened where was that and what did that experience look like for you yeah we we actually opened two at the same time so we opened both in new york city one in west village and one in Flatiron. and i really wanted to open i kind of call them like our template stores i wanted to open something to see if this concept worked both as a brand as a membership model what worked what didn't work um, with a small size before expanding to more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for those who maybe haven't been to Gloss Lab before, they should definitely check it out. But what's that full-on experience from like the beginning, signing up to the end? What does that really look like for a new customer? Yeah, I would say that the main differentiators with Gloss Lab are that we, and this dates back to pre-COVID, but hygiene first. So I am a lifelong germaphobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I brought this into the ethos of Gloss Lab from day one, but everything is super clean. We use hospital-grade sterilization system. Our services are completely waterless because water is a breeding ground for germs and bacteria. So waterless services are much, much more sanitary. Uh, I recommend even if you don't go to Gloss Lab, just get don't don't put your feet in the water. Um, So Gloss Lab is waterless, hygiene, and then really focused on efficiency. So everything from picking a nail polish at our tile wall where you can see what the polish really looks like on your hand, on your nail and against your skin tone um, to our membership model, which is a flat rate for unlimited manicures and pedicures per month. So cashless check-in, check-out, online booking, we have an app, really just making the experience of getting your nails done as efficient and seamless as possible. Yeah, that's so amazing. I think getting my nails done is like the one main thing that is just like so essential and I always look forward to. So when I came across Gloss Lab, I just thought it was such a fantastic idea that you can pre-book your appointments. You can go in and know that it's going to be like a very efficient, seamless process. It's going to be clean. You're not going to worry if somebody else's cuticles are on your tools still. Like it's very, you know, an easy process. So I'm really excited. I, I know I told you I'm moving soon to Hoboken. So I'm super excited to try it out soon. Yeah. And in regards to like some other things, like some other 
things that Gloss Lab might do if like I wanted to get tips removed or somebody wanted to go in and get something like that? What services do you provide? Is that something that you would do or no? So we do manicures and pedicures, both gel and regular polish. We do nail design and we do hand and foot massage and callus removal. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, and in regards to some like trends that you're seeing right now within the nail space or just like emerging into the fall time too, what is some of your favorite trends at the moment? So we recently launched our initial colors in our gloss lab polish. I'm super excited about our polish. I've been working on it for the past almost two years and it's wow. here and it's amazing. It dries in five minutes. It lasts for oh my gosh. Um, it's infused with vitamins. So biotin, vitamin E, all sorts of nail vitamins, which is strengthening and awesome. Yeah. Our initial colors for that, we call them our OG colors because they are two reds, like a red, red, and then a dark red. And then our set one is actually called every day, which is what I'm wearing right now. Nice. Your essential every day. So a light pink, a lightish white ish, pink color, sheer blush. Um, so really those are sort of always on trend because those are just great basics as well as dark grays in there too. Um, and then for fall, we have some exciting new colors coming out, browns, greens. Um, so a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. I love emerging into fall and like the reds come out and like the browns now too. And I also think like a nice blush or super light pink is good for like any season and any time of year. So that's a great staple to have too with the everyday color. But going into that as well, how did you know you were at a time where you felt like successful enough or fully equipped that you could start a product line and feel like it was something that would take off too? I really, so for our product, the, the main white space I saw with starting Gloss Lab was in the experience of getting your nails done. In launching product, I saw this opportunity to enhance the experience through product. So our nail polish is strengthening and really fortifying for nails with the vitamins included, and it dries in five minutes. So all of that speaks to our ethos at Gloss Lab, that it really just enhances your experience. Like you can be in and out faster. Um, your nails are not damaged. Our polish is a great break from doing gel polish. So all of that, I just felt like when I saw that opportunity within the experience, um, I felt like it was an area that we could really win in as well as hand and foot cream and a number of other products that we're in the process of rolling out too. Yeah, that's so exciting. Well, definitely keep keep a lookout for all those new products coming out too. That's very exciting and congrats on that. And then just wanted to talk about too, the branding around it, the marketing that you do around Gloss Lab. So, you know, starting that up, do you have a team that kind of works on all of that now? And how did that initially start and then build up to where it is today? Because I know I'm often seeing advertisements for Gloss Lab, maybe just because I'm always getting my nails done and doing things like that too. But just wanted to hear some more insights around that. Yeah, we, I mean, the brand initially just sort of came about organically. And then we've, we have a great team of, um, of creative, both copy and otherwise that works in the brand. Nice. Okay, cool. And how many like people would you say like corporate wise within Gloss Lab encompass your team? And how is that kind of split apart into different teams too? Yeah, our team um, is basically across 
operations, in-store operations, company operations, real estate, um, which includes store build out and development, and then marketing. Um, we definitely keep our team pretty lean. I would say we have about 15 um, corporate, and then we obviously have our in-store team as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And for like nail techs and people that work in store, how do you guys go about the recruiting process for finding people to work in store? So we we are recruiting all the time. We also have been very fortunate that we have a really, really loyal technician base. Um, and we have been fortunate with sort of internal referrals for technicians. We do extensive training for our technicians and our team, but really extensive training in everything from the nail polish application and our steps of service, which is unique to Gloss Lab. Um, But in addition to that, hospitality training, um, sterilization, sanitation, every every part of the customer walking in the door we're training on. Yeah, that's really great to hear. And would you say that you're good at painting nails or anything like that? Or do you just leave it up to the nail techs at this point? So I went to nail technician training school as part of my preparation for Glass Lab. Would never subject anyone to having their nails painted by me. (laughs) (laughs) But I I do understand. I really wanted to get under the hood and understand business from that angle. Yeah, that's great that you were like in the weeds with it too before you got into it all. That's awesome. So I just wanted to, you know, change and kind of pivot a little bit to now, like as an entrepreneur, and you said you're a mom and a wife and how you balance everything. I think that's a big thing too, is taking on something huge, like starting your own business. Obviously it's very taxing and takes a lot of your time. So do you have any tips or like tips and tricks in place that you kind of do to balance your time and make sure that you're, you know, giving proper attention to all areas of your life? A hundred percent. And I love this question. I, I'm sort of obsessed with systems and things like that. So I have a system that works for me really just with my highest priorities for, for Gloss Lab overall, and, and then really parse down to the month, the week, the day. Um, I love simple. So as simple as things can be, but really every day, what are my top priorities for myself, for Gloss Lab and for my personal and my family? Um, And really what are those things that like actually have to happen today, um, which works? I, and nothing's perfect, of course. So (laughs) definitely day to day. I am a really big morning person. So my mornings are like my sacred time. I have no meetings in the mornings. I love to work out in the morning, sort of do like morning affirmations, gratitude, meditation um, to really set the tone for my day, which I feel like makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, that's amazing. I think having a morning routine down pat is like the biggest thing. If you could give yourself some gratitude or give gratitude to the past 24 hours or go to the gym. Anything you can do is so helpful. So it's glad, glad to hear that you're doing that too. And that you've had that in place that kind of helps your mind stay right before you take on a busy work day too. That's really good advice. Um, Yeah. And then just wanted to hear a little bit about advice that you'd have for young entrepreneurs, say somebody wants to start a business, do you think it's really important to go and get your MBA or your master's? Or do you think just jumping into an idea or maybe working under somebody for a while, if you have any like tips that you really, you know, firm like core beliefs around that, that would be really great to hear too. Yeah, I I don't think 
I, I really don't think that there's one way. I loved business school and I loved getting my MBA. I loved the people that I met there and I loved the education. I also love being in school. So that's that's a personal thing to me. I definitely don't think that it's a prescription that everyone needs. I think there's many ways of having that. If it's school, if it's learning from a great mentor, if it's being at a certain company. Um, but I really think for me, I do my best when I'm doing something that I really love. I, I love this business and I love I love running it. I love working on it every day. So I, I you know, would encourage others, if you can find that thing that's yours, what's your powers and what's something where when you're doing it, time just disappears because you're not agonizing over doing it. You really enjoy it. And if you can somehow turn that into something that you can do for work and make money from, that's such a win. Um, it's not easy. And I didn't always know what that is. I always had an inkling of it, but it's not always easy to get there. So I would just say sort of take small steps, talk to as many people as possible. Um, it's typically not the person you know, but it could be someone that they know that knows someone else. It's usually that like second or third degree that can end up being a really great connection. Yeah, that's so amazing. Thank you for that advice. I appreciate it. Even as just myself, a young entrepreneur and trying to emerge a name for myself and create some personal branding, I think it's really helpful just to not be afraid to network and, you know, take those small steps to get to where you want to be. And I really look up to women like you, just powerful women and founders in space that know what they're doing and have built a brand for them for themselves. So thank you for that. And then just wanted to hear a little bit more about where you see the business going in the next few years, Gloss Lab, and then where you see, you know, yourself professionally going to, if you have any other side ventures or things going on, I'd love to hear more about that as well. Yeah, I mean, Gloss Lab, I'm hoping to have Gloss Lab on many, many more corners throughout the country and beyond. Um, it's just continuing to grow both locations and products, which is really exciting. And I, Gloss Lab is my day in and day out. I am fortunate to have the opportunity to also invest in some other startup businesses. So I, I love doing that and would love to continue doing that as well. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. I'm so excited to try Gloss Lab as soon as I move. So thank you. And I really appreciate you being here today and just all the wisdom. So I hope to talk to you again soon, Rachel. Great. Thank you so much for having me. I loved it. Yeah, Thanks. of course.